This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, trust me on this one, you've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Never rushed and prepared to perfection using only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. And right now, Eric's Family Barbecue is taking pre-orders for the big game on February 13th. Call or come in now to place your order. $100 minimum and pick up Sunday between 11 and 2. Deadline to order is February 10th. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett. And there is Toledo. Something's wrong with these. I got headphones. I had to borrow uh, Brady's headphones. It sounds a little weird of mine, too, for some reason. Yeah. Because of my headphones? That's peculiar. What has <laughs> happened here? Uh, Nothing. It's Monday. It's 5.45. This is Morning Sickness. Uh, Champ is here. We're back. Champ's here. I got a great email from a guy. I have to find that. Where's my phone? I'm sure you got Oh, one. I got oh, a yeah. bunch of them. This was my favorite one. It was uh, saying I didn't want me back. There we go. Yeah. It says, I hate that Holmberg is back. How in the world is my day ever going to be the same? When will I ever have NFTs poorly explained to me by Toledo again? Did you explain <laughs> NFTs to people? No, I admit I knew nothing about that. Did you take no. time off of a show with no, my name on it no. to cuck away on no. NFTs? God no. damn it, I was asleep the whole week. Riveting work, boys. Maybe I could listen to Brett loudly bemoan each topic with a full Italian <laughs> every time the boys started to talk. That was the best part. Oh, could Brady stumble over more words while the worst sentence construction is, is uh, worst construction site is being built? If Brady's storytelling were a building, I'd join Al Qaeda to destroy it immediately. Oh man! But now Holmberg's back. <laughs> Great, arrogant, fun stories that have wry tongue-in-cheek effort. You uh, primates couldn't figure out. Uh, entertaining tales with beginnings, middles, and sometimes payoffs, but definitely endings. What a concept. But I'm left wondering, where do I hear more about Toledo's kid and NFTs? <laughs> Welcome back, Holmberg. I guess your style of radio just isn't for me. Signed, Woody, Moe, Ian, Matt Blades, and most of all, Terry Gross. I guarantee you Toledo knows who that is. Who's Terry Gross? I had to look it up. Oh, okay. Who is it? It's the host of NPR. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I didn't do anything. That's like the only thing. Somebody sent me that uh, to say that, like, I wanted to find your actual... I want you to get this. I don't want anybody to check because it goes to like sometimes it'll go to a filtered filtered station thing. And that was hilarious. So anyway, good work, boys. I have no idea what you did. Uh, I like the Let's rest. Just keep it that way. I like the rest of the valley. War, uh, wasn't listening to any of it. And let's see if we can get those people back this week, shall we? <laughs> NFT talk with Toledo. That's got to be a podcast. It's amazing. I don't know what's uh, like bunker buddies or that. Which would you rather? 
Brady's old golf show, or I'm not sure. Anyway, it's good to be home, and it's uh, it's perfect. I have a driver this week. Who? Michelle, a lady named Michelle. Oh, okay. Came so in, oh, you do no, Megan. No, 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 okay. for Vader. <laughs> oh, I got a lady. I got a lady. No, I got a lady that a uh, professional driver from a service. Man. It's pretty great. I'd park, I'd be at the house at 445. They're at 430. Just sitting there waiting, which is a little bit off. You gotta, it hurries you, but you're like, no, I said 445. She had no problem with that. Sat in the car, waited. Very professional. Where's the hat? Little driver's hat, which I no clue why. Got the driving Miss Daisy hat on everything? Got the little hat, got the the coat. Not like a suit, but like professional driver outfit. Lincoln Town Car? It's No, it's a big, well, it's a Lincoln, but it's the SUV. Oh, Navigator. Navigator, it's a big boy. You didn't want to take a trip up on Paul Marshall uh, giving you a ride every morning? No, a trip offered Paul Marshall to me, and I said I I wasn't interested. Because I'd have to ride in the back of his truck with two Mexicans, and uh, they had drop-offs, and it's cold. But yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it's very... uh, I don't know. It's a hoity-toity feeling in a way to get into a. Like, you can get to go business to work. done on your on your commute. No, you can't. There's nothing <laughs> I can get done. I, I read How's the small talk? TMZ. Fine, we're fine. But it's day one, so there was a you know. You're gonna be played out. By there's injury talk, so there's obviously <laughs> first questions and things, and then quiet. But she wears a hat. I all I could. I got to ask before the week's out. I'll figure. Out. What, what's with the hat? Why the hat? Oh, it's professional. It's a nice touch. But what's the touch? It wouldn't matter. A licensed uh, driver. No, that doesn't mean anything. It's a hat. As far as commercially, uh, Alex what do you call that? Be a licensed driver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I assume everyone on the road's a licensed driver. <laughs> Professional chauffeur. You mean CDL? The hat is convincing. See, you're one of the, you're from that generation where it came to like they, they dressed a certain way. They were the thing, and I want to know why the hat. Like, why did the hat sell me? Oh, I see. You're a professional driver. You drive mm-hmm. people. In a regular car to regular places on regular roads with a hat. Like, I've never questioned, but like limo drivers in Vegas don't wear the hat. Whatever the, uh, you know, that it must come down to the business. They want their drivers to wear hats. It's her company. <laughs> oh, she's independent? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hat's for. And even then, that doesn't answer the question. What's with the hat? Why the hat? Why did we settle on the hat going? Now that's a driver's look. That's how it's just weird. And then to go like at four forty-five in the morning, you could show up in a t-shirt and jeans and say, "My job is to get you from here to there." What? Oh, you want a uniform, prick? <laughs> so I kind of wanted to tell her, "I'm like, you can ditch that. You can ditch that. You can knock this down a little bit. This doesn't have to be a. This doesn't have to be such a dog and pony show to get me to the fart program. <laughs> Come on. But it's odd. The hat is a. Uber never went to hats. We trusted them as drivers. It's because usually we're drunk well, and we're calling yeah. them up anyway. Yeah, dr- no one cares. Cabbies, cabbies don't wear hats. People who normally drive you like A to B aren't. In, but for some reason, the professional driver, hats. When I, I Ubered in Europe, yeah. a couple of the guys had driving gloves on. Yeah, and, but Europe and, is and a bunch of weirdos. It was. Yeah, they wear gloves. They're, they're normal people wear gloves to drive. Corey McCloskey of Channel 10 wears gloves to drive, and we think he's a douchebag. If you wore gloves, you're an idiot. Fingerless glove driver is just dumb. But the hat, I just, I was, I want to, I'll ask her next, I'll ask her tomorrow, but Trip's paying for one way, which is the best part. We'll get you here, and then someone will get you back. And I'm like, okay, someone here will do it. Like, so Trip's going to walk around with me every day between 11 and 12 and go, you got to. Ten minutes to get this guy home since that, or I'll just be Ubering a lot more than I assumed. <laughs> I drove yesterday, uh, my myself, just took the car around the block to see the drugs. How are to still, go? 
pretty good. I can do it. Uh, like I can't move my right leg like real well, but I can pivot my foot. So gas to brake, I got it. Quickly? Good enough. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's drivable. I'm, okay. I can make a decision, and then I keep my left foot just in case. on the edge of the brake just in case. Because that's really <laughs> like what – Like driver's ed again? I'm not going to lose control gassing it. Right. I can pull off the gas. Yeah, so it's like driver's ed. Yeah. You kept hitting the Get the, the double brake. breaker just in case the, like there's an emergency. The left one will overtake, and I'll, I'll overbrake something. Still safer than driving with Megan, though, apparently? Me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, God, yeah. <laughs> I had a ride with her yesterday. It's terrifying. Just awful. Just can't do it. Left in the morning, got back in the evening. I don't know if we got, like, we were there in time and everything, but it was, it's just stopping at green lights and, like, it's just dumb stuff. Like, the, I'm, I'm very defensive. There's these slowing down at green light moments. If, if she's in the left lane and somebody's turning from the right lane, she, like, slows down for it. Like, we're going the same direction. Like, just keep going. Well, I've seen a lot of people just whip out into the other lane. Like, no, you haven't. You've never seen that. You've never seen anyone do that. People would be banging into each other constantly because you don't stop for the person making a right in another lane. Just go. She's been driving for 20 years now? But the worst part is I think she reminds me how my mom used to drive. My mom slowed down at green lights. My mom stopped when other people did stuff and... It's so just, it's an, it's frustrating. It's training chi- a teenage driver is just like that. Are we going to talk about your kids again? Yeah, yeah. Boy, he's on a roll. This is evidently all the emails talk. <laughs> Alex about. will get into the turn lane, but he will slow down in the main lane that he's in first. So like he'll tap oh, the yeah. brakes, and I'm like, dude, you yeah. can't do that. Nah, can't do that. You just have to put the fear of God in, like my dad did, and yell the entire uh, time. Yeah, he's, I have. I couldn't. I cried as a 16 year old <laughs> boy. I was sobbing. My dad screaming at me the entire time he's trying to teach me to drive, and I don't make it easy. I just close my eyes and. Slam my feet into the ground and wait for impact. But so far, she doesn't get in wrecks. But this driver thing's pretty good. I could get used to this. Well, but, yeah. the, but the little hat is according, according to the Googles, uh, the hat is purely a symbol of professionalism to yeah. show that you have a professional person driving you and not it's like ego. some friend and you sitting in the back. It's ego. It's yeah. showing people I pay for this. Yep. It's, it's like ego. getting a pedicure. It's ex- it, I got a slave yep. and I make him dress a certain yep. way. That's exactly what it is. It's a class thing. It, I'm a, it's a hierarchy move of going, look, I've got a driver. Dating way back I, from yeah, the yeah, carriage yeah. service. when people were real big C words to each other uh, <laughs> and made it known that there were classes that needed to be dressed certain ways to show where you stood. The traditional butler and maid right. uniforms. You, there's all to just uh, stroke the ego of the person that doesn't have to wear it. I'm going to kick her out of the hat. <laughs> the hat makes me uncomfortable. Just make it look like we're pals. Sitting in the back seat is enough. That, That's what that you shows think, a yeah. sign of of class. Hierarchy. Total class. I'm not allowed to be in the front seat with you. And if I was a driver, I wouldn't want some stranger sitting next to me either because they could stab me. <laughs> well, you can stab him from the back too. I guess it would be easier, but get into a real big fight. I don't know who wants to fight their driver. I never understood that. I had an Uber guy tell me that once because nobody allowed him in the front seat. Like, why? I have to be safe. Like, we're behind you. Like, it's worse. We're okay. Well, yeah. Four in the back, four uncomfortably. In the, now you're making us mad. Way to go. Like the hat, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it, it, no hat. Uber guy. Just a Zeppelin t-shirt and torn shorts. In the back. In the, although I do like the Uber X, though, because took that uh, Saturday to a place because I have to figure out where I'm going. So I got the the guy showed up dressed in, dressed really nice. Like he was like he was going with me. I'm like, all right, you're not so bad. But he was like a friend. He didn't wear the hat. The hat's weird. But uh, Michelle is my driver, and she was fantastic. So highly recommend the service.
And it's cheaper than Uber now. Really? For a big car. Uber's gone crazy. I haven't taken Uber in a long time. Had an Uber XL on Saturday. It was like 75 bucks to go 15, 20 miles. Because uh, I have to have a big car with my crutch and my... my Is it because of gas? I don't know. But it was... a Well, they lost them all, too. A ton of them quit because it right. was... It wasn't feasible anymore to drive your car around in this gas and everything else, and you have to, and the money you were getting. So uh, the prices are skyrocketing. This is much cheaper. It's actually better, too, because they wait on you. And if she would have, the thing I could have paid extra for, she'd just drive around doing nothing till I'm ready to go. And she's on call to go home. Oh, man. That's the way to roll. See if she can be in tails tomorrow. Yeah, if I can can tone her dollar up. (laughs) You know what I like? I like a girl driving around like a Playboy bunny from the 70s. <laughs> I'm going to put that uniform on and give you an extra 20. Pretty good. Anyway, surgery week was uh, interesting. The anesthesia, this is the first time I've ever gone under anesthesia and not had a conversation with somebody before. So, you know, like normal, I don't know if you guys. Or you just you, don't even remember no. it? I know exactly what happened and I know when it went in, uh, but it was, it was potent. Normally, I've had surgeries where they, the they talk time? to you. They say, all right, we're going to put this in, and you're going to start to feel kind of groggy. And they always explain it to you. And the last thing you usually remember is them saying something like, how you feeling? Or Checking you in. want to count down from 10. Yeah. And you get and you remember saying 10, and that's about it. That's I think I've gotten I to eight before. That's usually a thing to make you kind of just relax. I was chatting with someone, and the next thing you know, somebody's smacking me in the face going, it's over. It's over. I'm like, we're done. Well, that happened. I'm like, when did you put me out? Like, the guy went in, screwed me in, and rolled me the f out. Like in seconds, it was crazy quick. It was, I was first one on the docket too. Highly recommend when you have be surgery, the first one in. Be the first guy. They expedite. It's like a. It's like oil changes. They're getting the first. All right, we got a line day, here. Right? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you're the guy they got to get in on the time. pace setter. If you, if they can get you in a little early, they're gonna be they're gonna be out earlier. So it's, I am the quick one. So, I mean, it was like, well, they're looking at their watches. I got the girl comes in, the phlebotomist, to uh, do the vein, the needle in the vein. And uh, she's all, they always have a partner. And she comes in and she's like, how you doing? I'm like, good. And she's joking with me. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm with this. And I'm like, all right. Got this wry smile on her face and holds the thing that's going to go in me up to the other person. She goes, you've worked with these before. And I'm like, me? Oh, man. And she goes, no, her. And I'm like, don't ask her newbie questions. I don't. You guys settle this in the other room and then come in. And she starts laughing. And she goes, you have? And she goes, oh, yeah. And she goes, all right. And she hands it to her. And this poor girl's hand is holding my hand that the needle's going to go in with her her right hand. Her left hand's putting the needle in. And she is shaking like a leaf. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. And I look at her. I'm like, you've done this before. And she goes, oh, yeah, hundreds of times. And I'm like, to living people, Liar. right? <laughs> not the cadavers. And then she just laughed. <laughs> not an answer. That's not an answer. And the needle goes First in. one. And while it's going in, she goes, I know they tell you to go in flat, but I like to go in a little bit up, like on a, like a little angle. And I'm like, are you teaching her how to do this right now? And she goes, I don't know. She just, you know. I like coming in hot. I don't like this at all. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, how do we know if she's wrong? And she goes, oh, it'll swell up. The fluid will go in the wrong spot. It'll hurt. And I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there. And of course, now it hurts. Right. I'm like, everything's wrong. And then the other girl comes over and taps on it. Okay. She seemed fairly confident and then put tape over it and then tapped it again. And I'm like, are we good? And she goes, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they leave, and I'm like, I'm dying. Like, right off the bat, I don't feel good about this. Uh, and then everything starts going normal and everything else. And then at the end of the day, with hip surgery, they want you out. They want you in when you're first uh, – seriously, schedule first guy in. And they get they 
they want you out of that hospital. So I wake up. It's probably noon, 11.30 noon. Everything's done. They get me up. They're like, we got to get you up to see if you can pee because the second you pee, you're out. Like the minute you drop any pee, you're leaving. And the first time I had the surgery, I couldn't pee. I had to fake it. I lied. Said I peed because I kicked the lady out of the room because they sit and watch you. Like a drug test. And I'm like, get out. I'm like, I'll pee if you're not staring at me. And she left, and I'm like, I did it. And she goes, did you? And I'm like, yep. And I fl- I'm like, oh, but I flushed it. Habit. She goes, all right, we'll get you out of here. I didn't pee. Evidently, that's fairly dangerous. You're sp- like, I can oh, back geez. up on you real bad. But I didn't want to be there anymore. That's how you roll. Yeah, that's how, well, I didn't care. Because at that point, I'm like, the pills, are, the pills are helping with something, right? So this time, uh, get up, wander over, got to pee. All right. Second time, I pee. This is great. I don't even have to lie about it. Go back to the bed. Megan's there. Uh, all my stuff's there. And uh, the lady's like, okay, let's go. And she leaves. And I'm like, am I out? And she goes, yep. And she walks away. And so Megan's like, I'll get the car. She skates. I'm standing there by myself like. How do I move? With a walker. <laughs> and I'm looking around and I'm like, hey, I'm still pretty high. I'm, I'm actually really, really, really high. Help. <laughs> no, but there's nobody near me. And I'm like, all right. And this guy's next to me. He rolled his dead body, and he came out of surgery, and he's not awake yet. Nobody's paying attention to him. And I'm just like, uh. Then I realized that Megan, when she went to go get the car, took my clothes. She took the bag with my clothes. Oh, no. So there I am in the hospital with the gown. Right, open. A pair of Jordans, which was the only thing in the room. I popped those on. Ass out. Walk, I'm a silver alert. I'm a walker, a hospital gown, and a pair, gonna of, get rolled for your shoes. pair of Air Jordans Nobody's just walking. She's like, oh, can somebody? And this lady comes up with a wheelchair and goes, you need help? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, you think you're going home. Last thing you look like is a guy going home. No, no, my car, my clothes are outside. Yeah, yeah, let's sit down, Mr. Biden. You're going to be just fine. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a strange ending to a strange event. But this one's been a lot easier outside of the drugs. Which, 18, 19 hours of sleep a day. It's been insane. Like, I mean, deep sleep. I don't like these at all. These drugs are brutal. It's like listening to Toledo talk about NFTs. It's still it's just <laughs> mind-numbingly boring. It's really hard to stay awake. So, But it's good to be home. And nothing I missed. You guys know no stories here at the... Nothing. Other than no. NFTs, now we're good. Did you learn anything about NFTs? I'm still no, trying to figure it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Were you really explaining NFTs no, to people? What I was the story? the exact opposite. He said that somebody had, a, had an NFT, Justin Bieber or something like that. And I said the exact words were, I have no idea what they are. He bought an what NFT for yeah. $1.29 million. Okay. And it was a... Uh, exactly what I said. Yep. All right. Just making sure. Somebody was telling me. <laughs> he bought me. it with crypto. I didn't hear it. He bought crypto <laughs> NFTs? That's great. I, I don't know how any of that works. Don't worry about it for me. That's exactly what yeah. all of us said, not getting any too. explanations from me. Toledo went on for three hours. That's, what wow. I'm, that's, that's the feedback I'm getting. It's good being on that side of the board because they can't shut you up. Sure they can. How? I don't know. Leave? Yeah. <laughs> well, If you're talking you NFTs, I would have gone and listened to the station down the hall, too. I'd gone and sat in with Mark and Neanderthal. And I'd just say NFTs to him. I bet you he'd explain it. All right. I just want to make sure. That this wasn't a platform t- for Toledo's <laughs> NFT uh, knowledge. That was my favorite email of all of them. That and the one that somebody sent me that said, uh, I don't listen to your show to have somebody say, that's something to chew on around the water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I me. know who it was you. No I know way. who said it. I had. I went and confirmed it. No, this. I didn't he, say it. I know he wouldn't say it. He can't <laughs> say it. You're it the was. only one left. No way. It was. It was you. 
wouldn't say that. It was you, Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to Brady. I'm like, did this happen? And Brady just sent back. <laughs> I'm like, I know who said it. I know who. There's a little something for you to chew around the water cooler. Coming up in just a moment. Uh, some stories from kids in school. We're going to have them call us. <laughs> tell us their worst bus trips. So, yeah. Anyway. So, should we apologize? Did anything go wrong? Were you guys doing oh, We did know? plenty of apologizing right, last right, week. Good. Not for like N-words like everybody else no, is no, doing. No, right. no, no, Brad, no, no, I'm no, looking no, at you. No, 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 no. Right, making sure that that didn't go I wasn't off. hanging out with Rogan. I'm we good. compiled all the times we said, I'm sorry. There's yeah. 70 of them. And okay. it's just a tape that runs. Good. Yeah. <laughs> just run a loop of sorry. So I think yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, anyway, good to be home. And uh, thanks to all the folks who stuck through the Toledo NFT hour uh, on PBS. <laughs> I, w- I kind of want to listen to that, to be honest, to hear what you think of them. Because it would be, I know, but it would be interesting to just go, Toledo, everybody thinks you know, explain NFTs to people. And then just have at it. <laughs> I think it would be fun. Because evidently that's what you did. And I, I shame you for that. Too. I shame myself. I, I would shame I you too. didn't do it. Yeah. What's your least proud moment of the week? Oh, there's, there's so many. <laughs> you had to think there's too so long. So we signed on on Wednesday, I guess. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and signing on and signing off on Friday. The whole day. Uh, yeah. The whole thing was a mess. Damn it. Well, I didn't have the energy to turn the radio on, so I didn't hear a word of it. <laughs> so in my mind, you guys did great because it hasn't been burned down. Nobody got. Nobody called me. I didn't get any calls from yeah, people. Really? I didn't get any calls right. from people here. Yeah, it was a victory. Now, I've asked them not to. <laughs> right. I said, I don't care how silly whatever's going on down there has gotten. Don't let me know. You're going to be in a four-hour meeting with Trip today, Because sure. I would get, well, Chuck used to call me. I, uh, when are you coming back? I am actually in surgery, sir. You made the doctor <laughs> wake me. I need you back. I need you back now. All right. I'm not coming back now. And Trip used to tell me, you got take all the time you need. And by that, I mean no today. Time <laughs> yeah, no time at all. And then let's get over this. Now, he was, he's the one who talked me into staying. So I can't function. Just stay. Yeah, you're right. He's right. So I did. And I slept. Boy, did I sleep. It was great. Uh, and then we get the Phoenix Open this week. And uh, here's my- WM. Oh, yeah, the waste management thing. No. What's, is that what they call it now? It's WM. Just WM. They don't talk about the waste management No. Anymore? The WM stands for waste management. I know. It's the waste I- management Phoenix Open. Shut <laughs> up, you guys. The- oh, Shut up. Uh, but here's the worst part about it. The weather's going to be extraordinary. And I mean extraordinary. And people are going to see this on TV. It's going to look better. Right. Than you can. And all these motherfuckers are going to want to move here. We have to do something this week as a group of Phoenicians that we've never agreed to before. Now, we're, I got a friend at Orlando Auto Body. And oh, I, you want us to bump some cars? Yeah, I want to start hitting some cars. <laughs> I think it's a good idea right now to act like all of us are the worst drivers in the world. And people can say, Jesus, Phoenix is beautiful, but those, those idiots will bang into you and, dri- and just drive away. Just ding into things, hit stuff, cut people off. We have to do something to show that we're not friendly. We're, we're not a destination. These people want out. I have friends from Chicago in town, and they're looking to get out. I don't know if they want to move here. I think it's too hot, but they want everyone wants out of L.A. Everyone wants out of uh, Chicago, New Yorkers, all these people that we'd hate coming here, all these – these, these, you know, cucks, they're far left weirdos that want out of their own traps that they've set, want to bring their, not only that, but their ideas here. 
it's, let's talk about Texas. They don't have state tax. Let's bring up that we all want out. Don't have conversations with strangers this week about how great it is. I'm guilty of this. I always say we live in paradise. Place is a dump. It's miserable. The drivers are awful. What if there's oh, any way we prices get, are way up. The racism is terrible. There's too many Mexicans. <laughs> I mean, this is the truth of what's going. Let's show the border. I wonder if there's any way we could get to the CBS feed and send them packages like this is the Grand Canyon, but it's actually Guadalupe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, showing the yeah. border. Yes. Then um, maybe overhead shots of Ben Avery shooting. Absolutely. And say so this is just like a this, normal day in Maryville. Just prepping for the yeah. day. I, I, I Completely. You know how yeah, they always do that when they have like a Monday night football Hello, game. Hello, friends. Monday night football game will come show a picture of Sedona like we're close. Well, we're as close to Sedona as we are to the border. So let's just say right down the road here from Phoenix, this tragedy is – like let's bring all that in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question here. I need you. I need your help because you guys need this more than we do. Mexican people, gang it up a little bit this week. Let's scare these folks <laughs> off. They're golf fans. They're going to be horrified of you first. So if you guys could put the, just the top button together on those shirts and maybe a bandana, some lokes. Oh, Just go stereotype for a week, please. We don't want these. And I'm saying it like this. Mexicans, I'm on your team. Let's, let's gang it up a little bit and keep these white weirdos out of here. They're, they're going to ruin everything. Maryville, we're looking at you. Yeah. Step it up. There's not much worse than the wealthy liberal coming to a town that's pretty normal and nice and, you know, and thinking that they're going to bring their ideas with. We don't want them. And this week is, is a nightmare. It's going to be perfect. And they haven't traveled for a couple of years. They haven't been allowed out of Chicago. Oh, it's going to be an it's, explosion. It's going to be a nightmare. We need to make the city look bad all week long. F the Chamber of Commerce and all their... We need to slow it down. Because TV, on TV, if you're going to the Phoenix Open, I might loke up a little bit. I got a limp right now. I'm, juggalos, I'm, come on out. Oh, Juggalos. Oh, Where are you when we need you, Juggalos? <laughs> juggalos, come on down. Do the hatchet man at the Phoenix Open. Be the... Be the great Malenko right there at every CBS camera you can find for Jim Nance and everybody else down there. Everything. We need to make the city less beautiful in a huge way this week. I can't imagine what kind of draw that's going to be to all those people on the fence of like, where are we going to live? And all those cruddy towns that they've ruined. They've ruined Chicago. They've ruined Los Angeles. They've ruined New York. They've... And they're going to want to go somewhere and let the problem be somebody else's and then talk about it like they did something, but it was just ruined by politicians. It's their problem. They'll bring it here. We need to talk about Flagstaff being beautiful more. That's the place it needs to be overrun with Tucson. rich white They'll golfers. They'll never come back to Arizona. No. Well, that's, we need to be like Tucson. Okay. This well, is I never this thought I'd hear oh, those words go. from Look your out. mouth. W-M. Impossible. Yeah, I mean, it's, hard. it's going to be hard because we're too classy. But <laughs> we need to be more like Tucson. What would Ask yourself today and all week long, what would someone from Tucson do? Then do it. Drop your pants and take a <laughs> in the road because that's what we need <laughs> to have happen more. I'm not saying commit crimes. I'm saying get in their way. Be rude. You can see it. If you see somebody with a just the rental cars, everything, all around that area, oh, it's going to be You're brutal. not going to like it here. Yeah, you're going to hate it here. I've been stabbed four times this week. Goddamn gangs. And I'll be dressed like I'm in one. We have to. Brett, you look olive skinned. People would buy it. <laughs> Start dressing a little Loki. All right, I'll, I'll put the flannel on tomorrow. Pull it off.
And they start handing out like flyers to Cochina Madrigal. <laughs> it's a good place, but still. It's in a bad area, and you just look around like, why is this guy doing this? You guys want some authentic? What are you doing? Here you go, authentic. <laughs> you don't like Mexican food? Is it because you're racist? Oh, my God, they're everywhere. Brett and I will be out there. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little white. I'm a bino Mexican. We've never seen it. You're racist and crude. They call me Casper. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why I make ghosts. You got to hand it out, but not to a actual Mexican restaurant. It's only Taco Bell. Best Mexican. No, Brady, no. We have to give it to the authentic ones where the stabby people are. They like Taco Bell. White people <laughs> love Taco Bell. It's just true. I was looking at the weather report this week, and I'm like, oh, no. We don't have one rainy day. It's going to just be, it's gonna be 80 Saturday. This yeah. is terrible for us. Gold. No. <laughs> it's rare. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be a nightmare. Normally, if it's just us, great. Get some tourists in, big deal. We can't have it televised. This is the worst week in the world, especially coming out of COVID, that this place looks wide open for business, hundreds of thousands of people hanging out together, no COVID masks, no fears, no nothing, 80 degrees. Oh, we're in trouble. We have got to act like Tucson. Be like Tucson. Be uninhabitable and disgusting. Be architectural diarrhea. Everything about it. It's just awful. Yeah, it's not a magazine you'd want to read. It's all, it's, everything's about Tucson. Everything is Tucson. Anyway, what are you going to do? Have you seen what they build with in Tucson? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. This place is horrific. Anyway, be like Tucson all week long. They're here. We don't want them. We're big enough. I'm, I'm, we'll, the natural influx will happen. We can't have a rush of... People from Buffalo, and, and plus they're- We only have so much water. Dealing with that bomb cyclone and all that crap that's going on. Ice storms. Them they're all going to be looking at this like a getaway. It's not good. Not good. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.